We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. Bar Winkler Show. This is the Thursday edition. We are going to, uh, well, I'm going to play a voicemail off the top. And then we're going to get into the Bucks game against the Cavs. That's going to be the chunk of today's show. Bucks, Cavs. All right. Haven't given the Bucks a ton of attention this week. Uh, Joe Ingles is back. That's great. Um, they had a nice win the other night. They had two nice wins in response to their loss against Memphis. They had a game on Monday night when the Packers played. So I haven't been able to give a ton of attention to the Bucks. I'm going to play a voicemail from Carl's Place, the Carl's Place voicemail line, 402-915-BART. Carl's Place, they got golf simulators. You got a little nook in your house? I'm sitting in a basement right now that easily could fit a golf simulator. And so I got to get on that. Okay, so you, you just walk around your house and be like, I bet you can find four or five places, even if you don't think your house is that big, because they can custom make them where you can fit like a golf simulator. If you you can swing a club, you'll be, you'll be perfect. Maybe your garage, you know? So check them out. Carl of ET.com. Also, I have a link on my Twitter at Winks Thinks where you can go right there. I'm going to play voicemail from the Carl's Place voicemail line. And then I'm going to do four minutes about Rogers. Four minutes as a reaction to the show yesterday and what I've been getting on Twitter. And then I'm going to kill it for the rest of the episode. Four minutes. So if you don't want to hear anything about Rogers and you're like, ah, I didn't like yesterday's episode, I'll give him another try today. Just fast forward four minutes after this voicemail I play. And then we'll go all bucks the rest of the way. Okay. That's the beauty of one of the beauties of a podcast. So this is from Brian. Hey, Bart. This is Brian from Brookfield. So I'm listening to your podcast this morning. And I'm going to keep listening because I'm a fan and I've supported you since. 2018, and I'll keep listening to you because you're awesome. But I'm really getting sick of you bagging on Rodgers. Like, honestly, I don't want to. We shouldn't have drafted Jordan Love because I just hate hearing his name constantly. We should have. All right, uh, the voicemail cut off. But that's a lot of the sentiment that I got. So, four minutes on the clock. Again, I'm not going to be ripping on Rodgers here. I am not ripping on Rodgers in these next four minutes. I'm just going to describe my situation. If it's more than, if it's less than four minutes, I'll just stop. But I'm not, I'm not going to give myself more than four minutes. No more than four minutes starting now. What I have realized 
is that saying anything personal against Aaron Rodgers, look, there are a lot of people that supported or agreed with me. Yeah, I feel you. It's harder to root for this team because I don't like him. Um, but he's become, in essence, a figure that's polarizing, where if you say something, it's going to elicit a reaction fit like 50-50. But not like, like if you say something like, how do you feel about Mark Ruffalo? Well, I like Mark Ruffalo. I don't know. He's kind of, I don't like him. Okay. How do you feel about Harry and May? Well, that might be a different one. How do you feel about like Barbara Streisand? Ah, eh, Barbara. Okay. I don't, but then there's some people like Trump, Biden, any political figure, really Elon Musk and Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys where if you say something that's a little bit uh, personal, I guess I, I say, I don't like him. That's personal as personal as it gets. It's going to elicit a reaction where, there's going to be a lot of negative and a lot of positive. And he's just a polarizing figure. If I say that I want the Packers to lose, guess who else has said that? A lot of you guys have said that this year. A lot of people have told me, which I have deflected, I want the Packers to lose because I want a better draft pick. So we both have said I want the Packers to lose. It's just we have different reasons. I want them to move on from Rodgers. I said this a few years ago. I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl with them. So I want them to move on. When did your Rodgers hate start? I get a lot of that. A lot of people want to bring up uh, COVID for some reason. Now, when I brought it up on yesterday's show, we did it in a joking manner about why that was the reason. The, it's been two years, and people are still like, well, oh, you don't like him because of COVID. But I don't say that. I don't like him because on uh, 2021, when was the, the draft? There was the Bucks. There was a Bucks playoff game. And we had to worry about Aaron Rodgers and the shifter report that he demanded a trade. I don't like him because of the amount of time he takes up in our lives. Whether you try to ignore him or not, you couldn't ignore it that day. Your quarterback demanded a trade, apparently, from Schefter. I mean, how do you... So it's just there's a lot, and then this is why I said I want to get off this ride. There's a lot of peripheral and extracurricular that goes with Rodgers being the quarterback, and I've just had enough of it. It's got me one Super Bowl that was 12 years ago. And, and it, did you like him 12 years ago, someone says? Of course I did. He's been a quarterback for four years. I didn't, none of this stuff happened yet. Now it's been 12 years. He hasn't won us anything, Super Bowl. And uh, and so I don't I don't like him. I I can handle Twitter heat. What I don't like is when a lot of people say the same shit to me that I've never heard of. There's a lot of people tweeting me that I've never heard of that don't follow anyone I follow. I don't know how they saw my account. So I blocked them. And then they're like, how do you, who are you to say? I'm nobody. I'm as nobody as you are. Just because I have a blue check mark doesn't mean I'm anybody. You can buy that shit now. Eight bucks. I don't have a real job. I'm nobody. You're just saying this to get people to, to click on your thing. If you want to click on my thing because of it, I need people to click on my stuff. Yeah. But what I'm doing is I'm just being me. And if you click on it, I hope that being me brings enough people in to click on it. I'm not going to say a bunch of fake shit. If I want to get attention, I'm going to go try to get an interview with Clay Thompson. I'm not going to make up a take. I'm just being me. So I'll cool it on the Rogers stuff the rest of the week. And we'll go from there. I just, uh, you know, the attention where everybody's attacking this article. You're attacking an article you didn't read. Radio people are saying this is a hit piece, but I don't subscribe to the athletic. Read the article before you say anything about it. It shouldn't be that hard. But that's America. That's the world in 2022. That was three minutes and 51 seconds. We're back with Bucks Cavs. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back on the Bar Winkler Show, Bucks Cavs reaction coming up in just a little bit. Got to remind you about Happy Place Hemp. Head to happyplacehemp.com. They have these guys. So it's the Christmas holiday season, right? I honestly don't know if Happy Place Hemp didn't come on board if this podcast is still uh, around. I don't know that it would have been sustainable. Them being on board has helped me continue to do this. And I cannot thank them enough. I, I honestly. Carl's Place coming on board and helping out has been great. Golden Chicken coming on board has been great. Happy Place Hemp, like, I, w- I was going to send them a Christmas gift. Now, I got lazy and didn't do it. But to Rob and Chris, I do have a gift for you that I will give you. Okay? It might be, I don't know when it's going to be. I've got this great gift from one of my best friends growing up. He's going to love it. And I told him last February, I said, hey, I got a gift for you coming, and you're going to love it. And I have taken no steps to get it done. It's going to be a little custom thing. But you will get it at some point. So happy Christmas <laughs> to you. And you can have a happy Christmas too. You can have a real happy Christmas. Real happy holiday season. We're all looking forward to it, right? But there's going to be that time in the festivities where like, I cannot be in this room anymore. I need to be somewhere else. Well, you can physically be in the room and still kind of be somewhere else. Those uh, THCOs will help you do that. Maybe the Delta 8s, the Delta 9s. They got a lot of different CBD products. They do have some without the THC, THC-free. The mango ones, I take those sometimes when I like I wake up and I'm like, ah, you know, I got a lot to do. I need to be a little focused. Those have helped. The nighttime ones I love. They knock me out, CBD, CBNs. And I like that because here's here's I like the the purple ones I take. Because there's been other things that I've taken for sleep that knocks me out, but then I am out and of no help to the world. These help me fall asleep. And then if like my son at 2.30 in the morning is like, daddy, I, you know, we just put him in his big boy bed. If he falls out of bed or if he's scared, I'll hear him. I'll be able to wake up and go get him. So it doesn't comatize me for the night. So it helps me fall asleep. This is like, this is a huge for me, helps me fall asleep. Then I can still get up. And then as soon as, you know, I tend to the boy, I'm right back out. So that is huge, 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 huge for me. Check out those products and more happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART, 25% off, not just your first order, but every order you get. 
happyplacehemp.com. And it's time for the Bucks Cavs portion of our Thursday edition of the program. Of the program, I'm Bart Winkler, as I have been throughout the whole show that I've been doing today. Bucks lose to the uh, Cavaliers tonight. I kind of got my eye on the Warriors Nets game. The Nets put up 91 points in the first half. If I heard that right, it's the third highest first half ever. But Patrick Baldwin Jr. is in the game and dominating. He's he's getting bench minutes. Warriors are banged up. He's got 16 minutes right now, six to go in that game. Warriors down 30, five of six from three, 17 points. Probably the best game that Patrick Baldwin Jr. is having or has had since his senior season of high school. So watching that, keeping an eye on the uh, the Celtics were down big. They've crawled back against the Pacers. So keeping an eye on that one is because, and because I'm a part of the Sickos committee, I am keeping an eye on this bowl game. Western Kentucky, an underdog against South Alabama. They're up in the first quarter of, not sure what the bowl game is. I think it's one of the potato ones. I couldn't quite... I couldn't quite tell you, but the Bucks lose tonight. Uh, the Bucks lose a game tonight. That is a bummer. Carl's right. This does not look like McGuire's. I am not at McGuire's tonight. Tim Shea is there. I don't know how long we're going to go. I got little planned. I don't know who's joining us, but, uh, but I, I do plan on Tim Shea live at the holiday party at McGuire's. McGuire's is a bar in West Dallas where really only Tim goes. There's a holiday party there today. And uh, our guy, Tom, Tom, the teacher, he, uh, he went down there at three when it opened today. He went down there when it opened today for the holiday party, at least. So he was our man on the scene there. Uh, Tim Shea's down at McGuire's tonight. Even if we don't talk to Tim, I am planning for, I don't want to call it a huddle because I feel like that's too on the nose but I'm going to call it a Bart Winkler hurry up. We're going to do a Bart Winkler hurry up show on a, either a Thursday in January at McGuire's or possibly a Wednesday when the Bucks play. I got to iron out the details and see if uh, Danny Mac will pay me at all to be down there because uh, Tim's Tim's. So every, every season, every holiday season, there's charity work and McGuire's as a, uh, become the charity work of this program you know where i was at tonight is i was at stubby's uh off of north and humboldt they're closing on friday the gastro pub that's been a spot i've gone to a time or two right on a river so i saw that they were closing and i won 50 dollars in gift cards there for a bowling tournament we did for work like the month before COVID. And um, so we had to use them. We used the gift cards tonight that we did a little bowling event and then COVID happened and like everybody was gone. And, but there's a TV in our office that constantly showed highlights of this bowling event. So I was like, Oh, that person used to work here. That person used to work here. That person used to. So that was, uh, that was fun. Zach says good effort tonight. Yeah, Bucks. you know, they went down big early, and then they crawled back. And then the Cavs took a nice lead in the halftime. Then the Bucks won the third and fourth quarters, got it to within – we got it under 10 at one point. It was like 12 for a while. They got under 10. 
but he actually got it down to six. And then Joe Ingles shot hit the uh, kind of got stuck in the, in the bucket there. I'm not at McGuire's Tom. The teacher was at McGuire's earlier today. Tim, the substitute teacher is there now. Again, this is their much advertised holiday party. It's so loud. Tim says it's so crowded. I can't he can't hear, hear me. It's Give so me a crowded. tour of McGuire's. So I hear people. How many uh how many people are in there? Ten? At least fifteen. Yeah, but there's still more people on the machines than there are at the bar. I mean are the machines <laughs> loose? They are tonight. They are for the holiday party. Look at there's there's Mr. McGuire. Danny, he's eating. He's eating. What's the grub special tonight? They, they have roast beef and ham. Roast beef and, and ham beans. and beans and beans. Where did the food come from? Bunzels. Oh. It's not just like something he cooked in his trailer. He's got plenty of room, he said. Still come on down. Yeah, tonight it's not going to happen tonight. I, I talked to him already about our maybe the fifth or third or the bowl game. Will he pay us? Oh, I don't know if he'll pay us. <laughs> Is there a Laura there? Laura's here. She's right here. Oh, hey. Cheers. <laughs> Look at Jamie's, you. Got a, Jamie's got a good eye. Jamie's got a good eye. So, did they have a game on tonight or what? Yeah, they had the game on. We had it on. Was it good? Did you watch it? The Bucks game? I mean, it wasn't good, but did you watch it? It wasn't good. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't really care to talk to you about the Bucks. I just want to know more about McGuire's, this bar on, uh, in, in West Dallas. Uh, we have credit for three people that came here that listened yeah. to the podcast. We have Tom, 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 and then the other two we didn't catch your name. So I, they're they're probably watching right now. Danny said, "Where are you guys from?" And he said, "They said, oh, we listen to Mark." And I well, this is kind of like now I'm kind of feeling bad because like I got I got partners of the podcast that are financially invested in the show, and I know, I know, I know. So if, if you're watching, just give me your name. Well, if we're going to keep doing this with McGuire's, I'm going to need some money. I know, I know. What do you think? He'll, will you give us 100 bucks to do a show there? He might. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a feeling that we could do a show there and uh, I could just walk behind the till and take 100 bucks out and leave. Or you could just, like, get your own beer. Yeah. Well, that would be good too. The McGuire's holiday party. Wow, it is in full swing. It's hopping. It's hopping. This is weird seeing you at the bar where there's people. It's weird being here with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they got to start paying up if we're going to keep doing this. Not to be. It's capitalism world. All right. Do you need me for anything else? <laughs> no. I mean, I just, I, I'm eating. I'm eating, and I'm drinking. You got roast beef, roast I got beef roast beef. Cold. My roast beef is getting cold. Let me see it. No, no. I'm not drinking my. Beef. All right, Timmy. Cheers. Tell Laura. Cheers. Laura. Cheers. 
Cheers. Miller Lite. Have a Miller Lite. See you, buddy. Merry Christmas. Ah, you too. All right, Tim Shea. Wow. A shocking turn of events. Uh, An absolute shocking turn of events where McGuire's had uh, more than just usually there's there's four people in there there's Danny McGuire Tim uh Danny Shadow and then Tim Shadow those are usually the four that they count for the census oh yeah I can get just uh, streaming updates from Laura who's there watching uh, it's so it's so loud in here all right interesting now I do want to talk a little bit about the bucks uh want to talk more about the NBA specifically. And then I want to wrap up with some baseball. We haven't talked much about the Carlos Correa thing. If you want to join, the StreamYard link is posted in the YouTube channel. I tweeted that out as well. Again, uh, all I just really wanted to do was see if this party was going on. And regretting not being there, but good to have a night at home. Your boy's going to be busy the next couple days. CBS Sports Radio on Thursday. Uh, That'll be on uh, a bunch of different stations throughout the state. The Zone in Madison, uh, the one of the stations in Green Bay, and um, WKTY, and of course WSSP. So I will be back on WSSP in less than 24 hours, filling in for Zach Gelb. And then Friday night, if you're going somewhere for some reason, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. But that doesn't mean I have to get out in the snow. I know that everybody's panicked about the snow. So that's where we're at. Some of the stuff on the Bucks again. The Bucks one fourteen to one hundred six. Interesting week for the Bucks. They get blown out by the Grizzlies, which you know chalk it up to whatever you want to chalk it up to. When there's a when there's a game like that, you tend to think, okay, hopefully that's a blip, right? They lose by forty one points. They then beat the Jazz pretty handily. Jazz have been they started hot, kind of around five hundred now. Not sure if they want to compete or tank. And then the Pelicans, a good team, they beat the other night. And that was not a decisive game, but pretty, I thought, a smooth win for the Bucs. And then tonight, they they played very well after uh, after they stopped playing very badly, was the thing. I like that they stayed in it. I like that they still had a chance. You could tell where the mentality is of this Bucks game, though, where the team is. When Ingles had that last shot at the end, he had a chance to bring it to within three. The ball got stuck at the rim and the bench, if you could see the bench, they were like giggling. So not that they're not taking it serious, but the bucks know that these are just games that they're playing. Ultimately the playoffs are going to be the test. But if you want, if you'd like to be concerned, I saw a good uh, tweet here from Damon Rangula, who said the Cavs have the unique size and roster to give the bucks a ton of problems. Boston may be better, but maybe the Cavs are a tougher out. And also, this is a team that's a little younger, athletic, kind of like the Grizzlies. So the Bucs, if they're going to go with this depth and these veterans, you have to keep up with the teams that are just going to outplay you because they're younger. And so uh, do the Bucs need to find a, a guy that's a little younger? Do they need to find a guy more athletic? Do you try to work in some of these younger guys like a, like Marjan, who got good run tonight? Do you try to do that? Marjan started again, actually played – Closer to starters minutes. They started him as a favor the last game. 20 minutes, uh, 11 points. 
Giannis, obviously the big story. They need somebody else to step up. And again, no Middleton. So we're judging these games without Middleton, but Giannis 45 and 14. Uh, let's see here. Vincent says, I'm watching from Montreal. Let's go. We love our friends up north. Um, Laura says, why do you have a ham hat on? This is West Ham. They are my club in the EPL. I've told the story a time or two, but I met a guy in England, not in England, but from England in Vegas. I said, I need an EPL team. He says, well, I like West Ham. They're never good. They're never bad. They're always right in the middle. And I said, that is perfect for what I root for. So that works. Uh, Matt, yes, 5 to 9 will be the time, 5 to 9 p.m., the Zach Galb Show Thursday night, and then 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. I'll be filling in for JR Sports Brief. Chad wants to know why I'm not at McGuire's Christmas party. Uh, I'm a bad human. I'm a bad human and an even worse friend. And also, uh, Tim can go there and be man in the street, but Danny's going to pay my ass if he's going to get me in that bar. That's what I've decided. Josh says, I hope the Grizz and Cavs games are just a blip. This team should win sleepwalking. Uh, yeah, I don't like the big deficits. But again, no Middleton, and and we'll see where they go from here. The game that I'm interested in, obviously, now, Friday's a big one. Friday's a big one. I will be doing a Bucks nets postgame show Friday on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I'll talk about the game on Friday night on CBS Sports Radio. That should be fun because the Nets, I think, have won 9 of 10. Took it to the Warriors tonight for sure. Again, you can join me on the stream yard. Austin is there uh, at the gun show. Bart. Look at those pipes. He's got the Middleton jersey on. Hey, man. Doesn't matter this game. Doesn't matter. I, uh, so I was kind of hoping to catch in a little on you, um, and what you, what you think. So I can only, um, watch the Bucks game sometimes online when I get the when I get the sites you know with that NBA what are you saying you illegally stream the Bucks games yeah but only NBA and TNT lets me watch it within market that's how I can watch it oh so what about when it's on Bailey's so um so they were down 41 to about 20 so I started wrapping Christmas presents I was like okay see a couple brick threes whatever and are your presents wrapped as well as that trees decorated in the background there oh my god don't look at that don't look at that that's austin's austin's got a christmas tree in his room that's a bush you brought in from the backyard oh no it's uh look at that thing Jeez. merry christmas part merry christmas hey well um, i don't have a tree in my house see i don't have a tree here no that's a fine piano though i tell you what yeah Okay, so when when it comes to like let's say that I'm watching the Brewers, I can call into a post game show and get all worked up, but I know but that's different because I know that the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. And this yeah. is a one-off and they already beat them twice. So I can if like the Bucks kind of they weren't necessarily in it. Like they tried and they, and they came back from being down 21. I, that was the biggest deficit I, I saw. 
and they still came back and wanted to win, but it's like this team has it in them. I don't know. Maybe their, you know, mindset is on what's in the next couple of days, but they, I don't know. They didn't, they, I kind of feel like they feel like we feel and it's like, okay, we're just trying to get to the playoffs. It doesn't matter if we're the one seed. It doesn't matter. What did they have two, three years with Bud when they were the best? And they're just kind of like, okay, we don't need that. Cause when we weren't, we won. And if we are great, but if we're not, that doesn't affect what we can do. I think with the NBA and in and, and this specific to where like the bucks are, cause this isn't an NBA thing. Um, I was reading some stuff about the Bulls today. The Bulls are a half game out. Uh, they're playing terrible. The locker room's fighting with each other. They're 12 and 18. But every Bulls game is like a big deal because, you know, they're fighting for something. Even with the Warriors, I still think that they're going to be a top three seed. And I still say they come out of the West, but they're out of the playoffs right now, kind of like Chicago. They're 15 and 17. They had a brutal road trip uh that uh, the highlight of that road trip must have been when when clay thompson sat down with me i gotta believe but then you like you have some of these teams where every like the kings oh my god the kings are 16 and 13 and they're above the the playing line so in the nba the regular season certainly matters matters for a lot of teams it doesn't matter as much for this bucks team because this bucks team can try they can try as hard as they did tonight they will still win 48 games. Uh, they, they are they are good. They have the best player in the world, so they will still win a bunch of games. Joe Ingles came back, finally scored his first couple of points. Middleton didn't play. Uh, the team was mostly lethargic. I don't think Bobby had a good night. Uh, only six points for him, three to seven. Uh, Lopez wasn't as good, but he had 14. Drew only had nine points, three to 12. So, yeah, for a team like the Bucks, this is much more of a – a journey, a marathon. And then that's why we got to find out what we like, what the, 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 the takeaway over the last week, I think is okay. Against some of these younger teams that are a little more athletic. Yeah. They're speeding by them. We, we got to figure out how to, how to stop that. We got to figure out. And again, it's just one game and then you're going to go to a seven game series. So you'll have time to adjust, but that's that's my takeaways. I still I, I feel strongly and good about the Bucks as I did before this week. We got two really nice wins, two losses that are a little concerning. If you lo- just look at the score, my my takeaway of it is, I, I just you know I they're a better team, but if the other team just runs a little faster and a, they got fresher legs, that might be the issue. So whether they can find something to do in the trade market, I still think play some of your younger guys, and you're starting to see more Marjan. Yeah, I saw saw some Bojan play. Um, I, I didn't get to see a whole bunch of what he did, but um, but people forget that it is uh, December, and what is like ninety percent of NBA fans say that they don't start watching until December or paying attention until December, nonetheless. And I wanted to. Also say, uh, I, I like Hot Take Jake, but I heard his voicemail. This Middleton trade shit, it all started as a joke, and it needs to stop. <laughs> it just needs to stop. Well, it's been around forever. Mids, 
uh, that wouldn't have happened. We bubbled because I had jokingly said that Tim yeah. Ray wanted him traded, which yeah. he doesn't. Right, and then it just transpired in this thing where like people are like actually talking about trade Middleton again. Is it fucking Ram? Is he in these people's heads? Is he tweeting at people, uh, talking to get rid of mids again? Because without mids in that 2020, or is that the 2021 season? I don't remember. COVID was fucked. Um, when they won, was it when in the Hawks series when Giannis went out? Right. Uh, yeah, Hawks. Okay. If we didn't have fucking Middleton, wouldn't have won that series. And then the next year he gets injured and we lose in seven fucking games. And people are casting this guy off. The guy's a fucking all-star. He's a stud. Giannis thrives with him. And so does Drew. And I, I just need people to back off. The whole thing started as a joke on this trade Middleton. I know people are creaming their pants for getting rid of Middleton for some guy that's 38 years old. No offense. I'm 32. Uh, Larry says, I wish I was as horny and hammered as Austin. Mm. Six beers, one whiskey. Does that make me hammered? It might. What's the occasion? I was wrapping presents. <laughs> How did, of course. Why would you ask me something like that? Uh, of course. How do you? I'm not a good rapper. Oh, no, I'm terrible at it. Um, it well, my wife helped me. She said one tip. She's, she said one tip is you use too much paper. That's where I, I can't figure out. I'm down to using three pieces of tape, but the paper is a mess. It looks, it's all folded. It's bad. My girlfriend's gone. So uh, I wrapped her presents tonight and yeah, they look like shit. Yeah. What's the thought that comes? That's, why, that's why you just need to go with the bags and the paper. Yeah. But then, man, no. Okay. I'm, once we get to us talking about how we wrap presents, Bart. Yeah, gonna, I think we're both. I'm glad you get out with your sports show before All the right, listeners Austin. start dropping. All right, buddy. All right, bye, bud. See ya. Thank you, Austin. Merry Christmas to him. Uh, he's been fun to get to know a little bit throughout the uh, this podcast era of the show. Oh, let's see a couple of other people that have commented a few. Comments from Alex on YouTube. Alex says, got to keep the one seed, keep the regular season interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can I can, I can, can see that if you're like, all right, let's get the one seed. What did the Celtics do? If you're just doing it to stay interested. Cavs are right there too, though. Cavs are right there. Bucks 22 and 9. Celtics 22 and 10. Cavs 22 and 11. And then the Nets are 20 and 12. And they had a really nice week. They ripped off seven in a row. And that's who the Bucks see on Friday. I think that's going to be a very interesting game because I put it at the tiers of the Bucks are good. I've been saying the Bucks are going to win the East. Uh, the Celtics, I, I can see them winning the East, but I think that series goes seven. But the Cavs are certainly, you know, they were hot to start the season and they've still been playing well. You can't beat them at home, 16 and two. And so they're going to have something to say about it. Mitchell's been great for them. The Nets, the drama seems to have faded and they've just been playing basketball. And if the Nets do that, then then they're going to be taken more seriously. The Sixers have ripped off six in a row. The Knicks have ripped off eight in a row. I think the Heat, I think their best days are behind them. 
And then, you know, Pacers, Hawks, just going down the standings here, Bulls, Raptors, Wizards, Magic, Hornets, Pistons. So if you try to look at what a playoff matchup could be, if you're the one seed, you take on somebody like the Pacers or Hawks, and then you're going to take on somebody like the, you know, you could have the Nets or the Sixers, and the other side could be the Celtics or Cavs. So the the way that the East is trending right now is that there's going to be five really good teams fighting for the final four spots, Bucks, Celtics, Cavs, Nets, Sixers. And I would rank them in that order in the, in the order they're in, in the standings, I would rank them in that order of how good I think they are. I think a lot of people are going to think that the Celtics are still better than the Bucks. That's why I want Christmas day. Everything that Austin and I just said about, you know, what the regular season is. And, you know, I think we're keeping a good perspective the analogy I had at the beginning of the year was this is like a Broadway play. We're watching all the rehearsals and then we're going to watch the real show come April, but they got to beat the Celtics on Christmas day. They got to, they just got, I can't, I can't handle the narrative. One of the things that I, I mention a lot is winning doesn't make me feel as good as losing hurts. And so I just, I don't want, I don't want that to be, a narrative, but I'm really excited for Friday now. I mean, the Nets, you know, they they've made themselves good again. They were they were right around 500 and ripped off seven in a row, as I said. So there's a lot to uh, be happy about in the East if you're an NBA fan. He's certainly better than the West at this point. West certainly has some contenders, but I'm really interested in the East. So again, no Middleton. It's still a little harder to judge when they're not at full strength. Ingles is still working his way back. You know, Connaughton, I'd like to see him do a little more in 20 minutes. He doesn't – his stat line is almost like he's in there for eight minutes. I'd like to see him do a little more. Uh, Javon Carter had a bunch of shots, missed some that could have been timely, but still like him. And then Portis, not his best game. He had the worst plus-minus of the night, minus 18, if that floats your boat. A couple more comments here on uh, YouTube. Uh, Eric says, I don't know much of Ingles, but he seems like he sucks. No, Ingles is good. Ingles hasn't played in a long time. Ingles, I think, will give us what we were hoping Miritich did. A guy that can come in and knock down some big threes. Or like a Teletovich. Remember him? You're not going to get 25 minutes a game out of Ingles. Ingles in the playoffs is going to give you 10 minutes, spot up threes. Hopefully, like tonight would have been such a big moment for him. They're down six. They get the ball. They get it out to Ingles. He knocks it, and it and it sticks in there. And again, the team, you know, it was funny. It wasn't being taken as seriously. A lot of comments about Middleton. Uh, Middleton's not getting traded. Middleton is concerning. Middleton seems to show up every one in five games. So that's that's that. Uh, what else do we have? Q says two forty-plus point games in a row from Giannis. Good to see him bounce back after a couple of duds. Giannis was great. They were going to need sixty-five from Giannis to win that game tonight. Maybe. Here's something that I'm going to talk about to a national audience in the next couple of days when I fill in on CBS. Is that the NBA? I've just told you what I think the regular season is. It's trying to get ready for the playoffs. And it's the other teams trying to figure out, are we going to be a playoff team? But narratively, 
all the NBA regular season exists for is to determine who the MVP is going to be. And I think a lot of people have decided like Jokic wore a suit last night. So now everyone wants to give it to Jokic again. Some of the dumbest stuff will sway that narrative and it's really stupid uh, and annoying. Just checking in on that Celtics score. They did lose. 117 to 112 to the Pacers. So they're on a bit of a losing streak. The final in Brooklyn is 143 to 113 over the Warriors. And Pat Baldwin Jr. was 17 points. Crazy. Um, some more comments. Q says, really want to see the true starting five healthy before the trade deadline. Hard to judge the team with an inconsistent lineup. Yeah, one thing with Middleton is, and if they want to, if, they, if they're resting him and taking it easy with him, that's cool. But since he came back, it doesn't seem like he's playing that much. Just pull up his game log here. I'm almost surprised now in the games that he is playing. I know that you want to, again, take it easy and not. He hasn't played since, well, against Memphis. So he missed the last three. Played some in between there. Uh, got hurt against Houston. So I'd like to see him play a little bit more. Friday will be interesting against the Nets. I'm very interested in that game. Very, very interested in that game. A lot more than I maybe was a, a week and a half ago. Vinny says Bucks versus Grizz final. Oh, God. who did I, I still I picked Warriors coming out of the West. I know they can't win on the road, and I know they're hurt right now. If I had a non-homer pick for out of the West, I would take a non-homer. And Warriors are homer. I mean, you guys know. If I had a non-homer pick out of the West, I don't know. Yeah, Denver, the Clippers, West playoffs are going to be good too. Uh, Tim Shea is back, I think. He uh, linked back into the show, and I pulled him up, and there's just a black screen. So, Alex says Nuggets. Uh, now I have two Tim Shea boxes. Sorry. What's going I had on? To disconnect. Oh, I thought I'd come back now that I'm done enjoying you. Get rid of the other one. What did it die down already? No, it's just I. I I went to a corner. Now I can hear you. Can you hear Josh Groban? Well, what, what's back? up? What, 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 what's new at McGuire since I last I talked thought, to you? I thought I'd come back and talk to you. Talk about the Bucks or the Brewers or whatever you're talking about. Yeah, I did want to actually, if we could do a few minutes on baseball. Sure. You cool with that? Yeah. Well, because the big news was uh, Correa in the middle of the night doesn't sign with the Giants. He goes to the Mets. Tim, this ain't working. It's not. It's not. It's not going to work. What? You are. Is it bad? Yeah. yeah. All right. Then I'll just go. Well, it's good to see you. Okay. Goodbye. Yep. 
God, now I got, probably got to edit that out of the podcast, you son of a dick. Now nah, I'll keep it in. Who cares? We're wrapping up. The uh, <laughs> the Brewers have done nothing. They've done nothing. And I think that with baseball and Steve Cohen and what the Mets are doing, this offseason shows more than ever that baseball's done. Baseball is EPL. Baseball is English Premier League. Where you're going to have a bunch of rich teams, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man U, Man City, and they're always going to be good. And then maybe one of these years you get a Leicester City that comes up and wins. But it's just going to be whatever teams can pay the most amount of money. And the Mets, to get Correa, I, I, still a lot of secretive uh, things over how that happened. The Giants had Correa. They were going to do a press conference. They're claiming something happened with the physical. Or maybe did he just have a change of heart? I, who knows? The Mets have spent more money. If I saw this right, the Mets have spent more money this offseason than the Reds owner is worth. Shit's wild. Now the Mets have to win. But if you look at a team like the Mets and then you look at what the uh, Brewers are doing, there's no way for them to compete. Then it's it's over. So I think my anger to the Brewers is going to be more of a like apathy towards baseball. It's just not going to happen for us, which is why in the last five years, I will be even retroactively more mad that they didn't have the opportunity when they had the opportunities to go all in because now it's gotten away from them. So I'm mad at the Brewers, but I'll say, ah, I'm going to be mad at baseball, but then I just end up being mad at the Brewers again. Spark guy joins us. It's like my bat signal hearing people complain about uh, the salaries and baseball's over. I don't know. I disagree still. They still got parity. It doesn't guarantee anything. We'll see if uh, Stevie Cohen and all of his money pays for a championship, but it just has not been, uh, it not has, it hasn't happened yet. You know, look how many, how many of the Dodgers won since they've been pouring all that money in or the Yankees, how many have they won? Like I just, you know, we'll see how this all plays out. And I think, but I mean, where's the hope for us? Well, I Where's think, the well, that it's not a, it's not a payroll problem. It's a, it's a Mark A problem, right? I well, mean, the team's doing everything they can to be competitive. They robbed the Braves out of Contreras. You know, they flip Colton Wong who sucks. They flip Renfro who wasn't that good. It's nothing. They're not, I, I don't think they're doing all they can. I don't know. I think the Contreras deal, like I said, was fine, but they've literally done nothing. How do the Rays keep making the playoffs? How do, Again, you go through all the teams that have won World Series. It's not just big markets. Um, I just always worry that when that narrative gets started about how certain small teams can't compete, that it would lead to a salary cap. And the only reason that they would want that is just to keep the salaries down. Look at all the NFL teams that have been terrible. I think the Brewers' problem is more mismanagement than anything. And I think it shows how good Stearns was that he was able to do so well with all of those constraints. So... I, I just don't have as negative an attitude. I have more of a negative attitude toward what Antonazio refuses to do. It makes me worried for long-term future for baseball in Milwaukee, you know? I still think it's funny that, like, we don't like baseball because there's uh, – JM says MLB needs a cap. I stopped watching baseball for two years. I'm done. We have no chance. But a salary cap is socialism. It's not capitalism. 
Yeah. So in sports, we want that. Mm. But is it though? Is it socialism? It, well, it's not capitalism. Yeah, but isn't it? It's actually what's the term? It's it's like corporatism. It's where you're entrenching for the rich because what you're doing is you're basically letting the richest of the rich withhold money from. I know people don't like to hear this, but the players are not the rich people in the equation. For every guy like Carlos Correa that makes three hundred million dollars on a contract, there's dudes that are making you know million and a half for less than two years in Major League Baseball. The rich people are the owners. They're the ones that have the unbelievable seven generations of wealth. They're the ones that benefit from a salary cap. So I don't think it is socialism. I think it's more, it would be socialism if everybody was leveled out, but you have a specific scenario where specific rich people get to screw over less rich, rich people. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, Chad asked me a question. I'm going to divert to this question. He says, Bart, how many segments of Rogers talk hate tomorrow night, five to nine on CBS sports radio. Uh, I'm going to do it right at six o'clock. I'm talking Rogers at six o'clock. I have to, right? Man, I'll be measured. I'll be, I'll be, I'll put my professionalism cap on, but I got to talk a little bit about the Packers and at six o'clock. See, this is what's great. I'm on. CBS Sports Radio, Thursday night, 5 to 9 is the Zach Gelb show. Since WSSP no longer is local programming, I don't know if you guys heard, I will be on starting at 5. I will be picked up then by stations across the state, Lacrosse, Madison, and Green Bay. All of those stations, affiliates of my favorite midday friend. So, Unit and I are going to be back on the same network. Same team. And I you think guys, I might give him, I think again. I might give him a shout out. I you have to. What's six o'clock? I'm gonna come on and say we just got joined by a lot of great uh Wisconsin affiliates throughout the state. I love what they're doing in Green Bay at WDUZ. I love what they're doing in lacrosse. Grant Bills is a superstar in the making, and all of these stations anchored by a sports heavyweight in Bill Michaels, one of the guys who taught me everything I know about the business. The only the only downside is the timing of that between five and nine p.m. on a Thursday night. He might not hear it because that is a prime time for a cigar dinner. Ooh, that's right. I'll have to call nice Ash and Waukesha and make sure I'm on the speakers. Back to your Rogers thing, though. Besides Rogers, what about? Did you tweet that about uh, what's her name from the Athletic that you had on over the weekend? McAfee, like, just destroying her today for no reason, like. Well, he destroyed her, and then he tried to get her in her good graces today. No, but he, like, apologized for mischaracterizing her statement, right? He was like, yeah, I said that there were anonymous sources. I was wrong. So he did, like, for about 45 seconds, like, make it right. And then he spent, like, 15 minutes just, like, completely ripping on the article and being a jerk. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of him and all of his little lackeys that he's got in the background. Well, I got a couple lackeys here. I got you and Badger Bloodies is joining the show. What's up, Badger Bloodies? Good evening, Bart. Wow. That's how you do it, right? Good evening, Badger Bloodies. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, just wanted to weigh in on what you guys are saying. First of all, the salary cap issue, I think it's high time for a salary cap in baseball. And, like, I don't understand the argument that it might even be socialism. Is there not a salary cap in plenty of other sports that works fine? 
Well, it's hard to take a league that doesn't have one and then make it have one. Well, I understand that, but sports not only implement different rules as they grow and evolve, but I'm pretty sure that there were sports that didn't have a salary cap that implemented them. I mean, sports always change and evolve. Why is that any different? I don't know. That's why we've argued for for baseball for a long time. But Well, right, but there's people that don't think they need it. And I mean, yeah, just because there's no guarantee that these teams can spend, the only thing that it does guarantee is that small markets have almost no chance of winning a championship. Disagree with that. Well, what, who, who, wins, who wins championships? I mean, the Rays have gotten there. They don't win. Yeah, look, they, at who, look at who has won over the past decade. They're all in the top quarter of spending in Major League Baseball. Like, yeah, there's Cinderella teams. Astros, Braves, Dodgers, Nationals, Red Sox, Astros, Cubs. Oh, there was the Royals. Right, and they, they managed that because they had such they a They had a great manager. Right up at this point. Him. That's you for every team that, that is not is struggling in baseball, there's just as many in football. So it's again the whole idea is simply the idea behind it is get a salary cap and you'll increase parity. I just don't think that's true. I think the main reason why there'd be any push for salary cap in major league baseball so that the owners get to keep more of their money. Well, that's the case in any sport though. Like obviously the owners are the ones that are making the most money long-term. Like you said, I mean, it's, it's true that not everyone's getting the huge contracts and guys are lucky to get, you know, anything above like the rookie contract. But um, yeah, it's the owners are getting rich in any sport. But they want to get richer. And that's the main reason why they would push for it. I just don't see, as far as parity goes, you look at the NFL, how can you argue for parity with the NFL? AFC, we spent like 20 years where every year it was either Patriots, Colts, Steelers. Is there that big stretch where it was just them? We've run through periods like that in the NFL as well. I just don't think it would increase parity. I think it would just reward owners. Well, there's a lot of mismanagement. I think what, what the problem is from a Brewers fan is it just seems like there's no chance. I agree. I, I, and even as a Brewer fan, it's frustrating because I want baseball to stay here. Okay, here's, got- here's a, a hypothetical. If you have a, a basement-dwelling NFL team, do you feel better about your potential Super Bowl chances long-term than you do if you're the Brewers? Like, do you think the Lions fans were like, oh, we're never going to win one? Like, no. Their team is coming up because they've made the right moves. But, like, I with the Brewers, you just, you know, it's it's a – like. Well, I think the Brewers are more screwed because of the way that the MLB structured. No. The Lions have been screwed because of the way the team is run. I, I would, any any team that sucks in the NFL, if they draft correctly and make the right moves. Yeah, like the Jaguars are going to make the playoffs this year. They're going to win. But that's a big league. Team. But what? if they do the right things, they'll be – you just kind of passed over that. If they do the right things, they'll be good. I think, Bart, I have a unique perspective on that. I'm a Bears fan. Like, they suck because they suck. Like, I think people in Milwaukee – Brewer fans have to have a better perspective of they're not getting over the hump because they're not investing what they need to. They're not doing those things that they need to do. Everybody around here is all about draft and develop, but pretty much any of the good teams at the very end of the day make some moves. Even the teams like the Royals. Jerry feels like you guys are both saying right points. Yeah. I think the Royals made moves though. Remember when they, when they got to over the hump, they, they went after shields the one year. Then they also went after some other people in 15. Like they made some aggressive moves at times. The Brewers did. I mean, the CC move was like the one move they made and like, People still talk about it for good. Yeah, his number should be retired. Oh yeah, for sure. For the impact. Austin says, I will hang on to my dying day. Believing I'll see a Brewers world series. I'm 31. 
Austin, you have been drinking a lot. You just told me you were 32. Although once you get into your 30s, you're in your 30s. There's no age. Like I, I'm 38, but I have to think about it every time I say that. I'm 30. So what, what do you think you were you would see sooner though? Like, okay, what's like a team that you think has no shot of winning a Super Bowl anytime soon? And don't say the Vikings. Houston. But, okay, Houston. Who do you think has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl versus the World Series in the next 50 oh, years? Oh, the Texans have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. The They're terrible the right now, but you're still saying that. Like, if that's what I mean. Yeah, I like that point. Spark guy who uh, comes on here to defend the rich. Go ahead. I, I don't, I just, I just don't, I just don't see it being that way. I just, I just don't. Cause like I said, there's teams like the Lions have been around for 60 years. Like they're, they're just horribly mismanaged. There's plenty of other teams like that as well. I just think that's the issue. I think if you're to take a pie chart, certainly like would have a, a but with this off season, there, there, there can't be anything like, even if you're like, man, the Brewers aren't getting to a World Series because of the like because of the Brewers. This offseason has to tilt you the other way. Like this offseason's been yeah. terrible. Yeah, but that's Mark's Brewers. problem. I don't I don't think that's a structural problem. I think that's a Mark problem. Now I agree with some of these people. Like, don't just pay 18 million to Brandon Drury just to pay a guy. Like he's got to be worth paying, but also you gotta do something. Excuse me. See, it would be one thing if they were trying, but this, the lack of effort in the first place is what's so frustrating. Like, at least take a swing at it, you know? Where's the bites at the apple we were promised? Come on. Well, this all goes back to my theory that Mark Antonazio was a bad dad for the first 10 years of his kid's life. And he wasn't present because he was out making millions and billions. And then he wanted to make it up to his kids, so he bought a baseball team because he shared a lot of great memories with his father. And now he and his kids have bonded. And that's going to be the ultimate gift that he gives his kids as a baseball team. And then they're going to move them to Mexico city or some bullshit. Yep. That's my biggest fear. That's my biggest fear that that's going to happen, that they would leave. Like that's, that's my biggest fear. That lease is coming up. Like everyone poo poos it when I say it, but I'm like, what ties does this guy have to Milwaukee? And like you said, would he rather give his kids a team in Vegas and Nashville than Milwaukee? I would think so. Hey, I just want to say, just because there's a stadium, I uh, don't think it's going to be there forever. When I drive into work, the few days a month I work, I take Highway 43 and I drive right over where Borchert Field used to be. So don't don't be home of the Milwaukee Bears. So don't 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 no be thinking part, that things are going to be here forever. Huh? I'm at no part. I got to jump. Keep doing the good work, buddy. Yeah. Anything for you, uh, Badger Bloodies? Uh, nope. Good talking to you guys. I mean, I think we both made a good point here. Yeah, and I appreciate you uh, coming on a little more lately. Yeah, absolutely, man. Looking to catch you on the radio from uh, 5 to 9 tomorrow. Yeah, on Milwaukee Radio once again. That's uh, a good thing. All right, have a good one, my man. All right, see you, buddy. Let's get those WSSP ratings up from the 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. hour. That, that, that'd be – that's what I'm looking for. Check up those ratings. Josh says, Yelich happened and the team is effed. One bad signing. One bad signing. That's that's the problem with baseball with the Brewers is one bad signing can screw the whole thing up. The the, re, the, the I guess when I started, not started to realize, but an inflection point for me with baseball 
was the Brewers couldn't remember Corey Knable. He was so good. He got hurt and he needed a rehab and the Brewers couldn't afford him. So the Dodgers basically paid him $4.5 million to rehab just in case he got good again. And ever since then, it's been like, I'm trying to get my sandal back on. I wear sandals in my basement because the floor's shit. That's what I'm doing. All right. Uh, what else we got coming up? We got me on CBS Sports Radio Thursday. I have Austin, you doll. You didn't need to do that. We have uh, Friday, uh, Horvat. I was going to do my picks with Horvat. Horvat got on the road for travel. It's going to seem like he's mad at me because I was mad about Rodgers, but Horvath got on the road for travel. So um, my picks on Friday are going to be with Grant Bills, WKTY, Wisco Sports Show, The Zone. And then I will probably do a show Monday morning after all the Christmas stuff. I'll probably jump on YouTube. If anyone's on, people are on. If they're not, they're not. And that's what I'll do. So I think that's where I'm going. I got to open presents on Christmas. I, I'm going to be into that Bucks celtics game, but you know, by seven o'clock, I'm going to, we're only going to be like a third of the way through our presents and Barty's going to be cooked like a ham, a West ham. All right. Uh, Bucks lose. Brewers can't compete. Packers of the dolphins. I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, you know, I keep trying to figure out how I'm going to end these shows because I just kind of like end them and nothing happens. But I, I like ending them uh, with some sentiment. I really appreciate you guys being here. Like, I'm just in my basement. Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be at the in-laws for Christmas. But I'm just in my basement. Okay. There's some soccer cards I'm working through. There's a, there's the TV I watch. There's a toy that's too big for our living room. There's where I used to broadcast. Uh, there's the spider webs on my roof or on my ceiling. There's the outside. There's the water heater. There's our Christmas wrapping station. There's probably a problem that the inspector missed. But I'm just in my basement talking to you on a Wednesday. And I really appreciate it. So thank you. 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 Shorewood or Iraq. Hard to tell the difference. <laughs> This, this this basement I'm in could be a basement in any part of the world. And that's the charm. All right. We'll talk to you on the podcast tomorrow. I did tape a little bit prior to this, which you can hear tomorrow. And then also uh, CBS Sports Radio. Merry Christmas. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.